This is your daddy's Archie comics because your dad is cooler than you give him credit for. You should probably talk more often. He misses you. My dad's dead. (laughs) I didn't see that going that way. Anyway, we're Riverdale Recap Podcast. You can cut that out. It's okay. No, I can't. (laughs) There's no Riverdale to talk about for another two weeks. No, there's not. And that's why we're so sad right now. We're really broken up about things. So instead, we're going back to our Memory Lane series and bringing you uh, probably our most requested topic. Mm -hmm. And that is Archie meets the Punisher. Before we even started talking about individual Archie comics, and certainly after... Uh, people have been like, hey, when are you going to do The Punisher? You know, that one time Archie met The Punisher, right? Yeah, we know. It's right we, here. We, we own it. <laughs> we have it. <laughs> and now we're going to tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. Archie meets The Punisher. Yep. Uh, uh, this was a 1994 special. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was written by Batten Lash, who uh, went on to do a bunch of Radioactive Man comics for Bongo. Uh, and, and won some awards as a humor writer for that. He also was a resident cartoonist at Breitbart.com for a while. So there's that. And uh, the, the art is one of the most interesting things about this. It's a collaboration between John Buscema and Stan Goldberg. Uh, John Buscema was a, a foundational artist at Marvel in, in the uh, late 60s and 70s, uh, who at this point, this was a 1994 book, Anytime he drew something, that was a real special event. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, Stan Goldberg, who we talked about a little bit with the uh, comic adaptation of Return to Riverdale. Yeah. He was one of the biggest names in the Archie stable in the early 90s and, and 80s and 70s. Stan Goldberg's yeah. great, yeah. It starts with, with an introduction from... Uh, Two people that I'm not really sure who they are because I can't read their handwriting. That's, <laughs> and that's the only place where their name is, is where they like sign the bottom of it. I don't know who they're supposed to be. Victor Gorlick and Tom DeFalco, I want to say. Uh, two people, one on each side of the cross-company collabo, talking about the inception of the story. Uh, before we get to the crossover, they have to explain how such a thing could happen. Uh, it started as a joke. Imagine and I thought that. it was a joke. That's yeah. really how it started. That's how you sum up these letters from them. <laughs> uh, then, then we get a little, uh, here is the Punisher and here's Archie and a little breakdown of who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, Every comic could be somebody's first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how it? would you explain the, the Punisher to people? Well, they gave me this nice little uh, intro thing here. So, it says, when Frank Castle witnessed the death of his family at the hands of the criminal syndicate, he vowed that innocent people would never suffer his wife's and children's fates. Using his lethal training as a Marine, Castle wages a private war against those who would break the law, letting the punishment fit the crime. Enter the world of the Punisher. Well, there you go. He sounds like a perfect fit for the world of Archie Comics, as far as I've known them for all of 2017. Yeah. And and then, uh, I guess, if you're not up to date on who Archie is... <laughs> what are you doing here? I guess every episode could be someone's first sex Archie, too. Yeah. 
Archie has often been described as the typical American teenager, always asking too many questions, always getting into trouble, intensely loyal to his parents, his school, and his community, which in Archie's case is Riverdale, USA. Archie's plight in matters of the heart is adolescently stark. He's torn between two opposing love interests, Betty, the girl next door, and Veronica, a spoiled daughter of affluence. Enter Riverdale, the world of Archie Andrews. <laughs> so now you're caught up on who these people are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so the comic opens on someone running away. Yeah, it, it's this grim, gritty scene of a trench-coated figure. Uh, you never see any skin but, you know, the back of the hand as he's cornered in an alleyway. Yes. And then there is... A gun. A gun. Ka-chunk. And... Blam, 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 blam. The dude that was running away gets away, but his hat is left behind. I love the look of this page, especially the, the last panel mm-hmm. where the Punisher grabs the hat. It's so good. Well, and like the color, mm-hmm. like it's just three colors. <laughs> and it's great. Yeah, it is that old 90s, like like pre-computer coloring. Not everything's a dang gradient. God. Yeah. We view that it is the Punisher who who was shooting after this person. And uh, he gets the, the hunch that he's gone into Union Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are now in Union Station. The the guy who lost his hat is pushing his way through the crowd to go With buy a, a ticket. Revealing a shock of red hair. And he, he decides to buy a ticket to Riverdale. <gasps> and then we see his face. He, he looks like angry Bucktooth Archie. More Bucktooth than usual. Like if Archie's evil 12-year-old cousin came to visit. Yeah, he's got a real baby face. Yeah. I want to pull attention to the uh, departures board. There's a whole list of towns that he could have gone to, including Ivytown, Happy Harbor, and Gotham. Three uh, cities, one particularly well-known from DC Comics. Yes. I have to assume that Glendale... Sailport and Hartston also are. I'm not familiar with them. I, I don't know. Maybe Glendale is just the real city in California. Maybe. I really want to know, uh, why'd you pick Riverdale over Happy Harbor? It sounds so pleasant. Yeah, like that sounds like a really nice place. If a murderous maniac is on your tail, I understand not wanting to go to Gotham. Like you've got enough trouble. Yeah, but come Happy Harbor. Ivy Town, you just stroll through the gardens. Yeah, in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And, and Archie is, is ringing the doorbell. Of all, all the, the heavy cross hatching and, and the, the moody lighting is given way to a bright, sunshiny day. Yes. Uh, and we see Archie ringing the doorbell at the lodges, but there's like a, a scope on him. <laughs> We're like viewing this through a scope. Giant crosshair right on Mr. Archie. He he is surprised, hit with the water gun of, of Leroy, who is oh. uh, who is Ronnie's cousin. He's just a super so it's a super scoper, I guess. Super scoper, uh, and apparently Leroy is a little jerk um, <laughs> because he hit him all up, and then Archie's like, "Well, I got you with the garden hose." And then when Veronica opens the door, which is when he's doing the garden hose, and he gets Veronica too. Leroy's all like, "Archie's picking on me." Shut the fuck up. Little jerk. Little jerk. Uh, so Archie was there because he's supposed to be taking Veronica to the 50 sock hop tonight, mm-hmm. uh, which is why he is dressed in a very traditional Archie Andrews outfit. I, I wonder if this was just a ploy to get 
everybody in, in their very recognizable outfits. Yeah. Or one step further, if it's just because of the, the association that Archie Comics and, and the Riverdale gang has with the 50s, that, you know... Marvel readers, Punisher fans, who may not be aware that it changes with the times yeah. and the fashions. It, it's always set now. Yeah. So, like, he, he should be wearing 1994 clothes, as embarrassing as that is. Yes, yes. <laughs> so he gets the door slammed in his face, and Veronica refuses to go to the dance with him. Uh, so he, he's, he's walking drenched down the sidewalk and is thinking about how, well, maybe I'll go see if Betty wants to go with me. Mm-hmm. Because... Archie's sometimes a, a jerk. Because uh, <laughs> Betty's always on the hook. You know how she is, waiting by the phone for serial killers. <laughs> for ser- <laughs> um, so a car is coming by, and we start to get some 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 dialogue from this car. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, there he is, and, and we got to follow him and stuff. And then we are back to the Punisher's world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and back, back to that style. And inside... Some of these pages are just so gorgeous. And inside, Pep... Yes, it's a comedy club named Pep, and Archie was first published in Pep Comics. I know it was published in Pep Comics, but it's like a comic book store. No, it is not. It is a comedy club. Comics, as in comedians. That makes more sense. (laughs) I was kind of confused by that. So the Punisher is there holding uh, a guy up by his neck and, and pointing a gun at him. He's interrogating the guy who books for this yes. club because he used he, he's gone legitimate apparently, but he still knows a lot of folks. Yes, so so we're trying to, trying to get info on uh, the guy that got away, Mel J, aka Montana Montana Bob, aka Freckles, currently known as Red Fever. Mm-hmm. It really bugs me how there's just quotation marks around Red. <laughs> Even though his name is Red Fever. Red! As far as we know, that that's just his most common nickname. Well, right now, but it, it bugs me that it's Red Fever. <laughs> is is the Montana name, is that supposed to be Yosemite Sam joke because he's got bright red hair? Maybe. Maybe. All right. I guess one of his old guys has had a mustache, but he shaved it. <laughs> he's all like, well, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Okay, he called... Said he was in Riverdale and, and wanted to establish turf there. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Punisher's all like, I wasn't here or I kill you. <laughs> and he goes off with his, his trusty sidekick mm-hmm. who kind of looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman in Twister. Yeah, he super does. <laughs> yeah. That's that's who his sidekick is. Microchip just starts chanting food a few pages <laughs> in. I mean, really, kind of, yeah. He gets yeah. along with Jughead very well soon. <laughs> so they His load up. His name is Microchip. Yeah. Microchip. So they load up the war van and drive to Riverdale, which apparently does place it in upstate New York. <laughs> it's consistent. Yep, it is. It is. It's somewhere within driving distance of New York City, at least. I'm going to say somewhere in the Hudson River Valley, just yeah. like in the television program Riverdale. And then we are back in uh, Riverdale at the Lodges, where Mr. Lodge is introducing Veronica to his business associate, Red Fever. But now, is- operating under the name Melvin J., a young entrepreneur in the pharmaceutical industry. Yes. <laughs> Which uh, is how we talk about drug dealing in Archie Comics. 
some jingle jangle, <laughs> maybe, perhaps. And, and so, so they're all we're gonna talk business. Veronica's all like, "Oh my gosh, you look so much like this person I know." Veronica gets an idea and decides to uh, invite Melvin J to the school dance, the fifty sock hop. Mm-hmm. And Hiram's not very into this, but she she's all like, "No, no, no! Like he should go with me." And uh, so gives in. Now, if I had a daughter in high school, I probably would not let her take a guy 10 years older than her as a date. Also, if I was 10 years older than a high schooler, I would not be going to a high school dance, no matter who asked. Yeah, it's a little creepy. Everything's bad. He's the bad guy. He is the bad guy. <laughs> the, the Punisher is now in Riverdale, and they're driving around. And, and looking at the town and getting a feel for it. And uh, he sees a family walking through a park <laughs> and realizes what could have been. Oh, you're breaking my heart, Frank. So we, we, get, we get a lot of, uh, as they're walking through the town, a lot of backstory about Red Fever, the drug lord. He keeps building empires and then losing them, but always survives to, to build another. Yes. So uh, then they come along, uh, Pops. I think this is the first time we see one of my favorite tricks. It, it's every panel is done by one of the two artists, but sometimes they they have some layering tricks where they're both sharing it. Yeah. So inside pops, Archie, Jughead, and and Pop are done by Stan Goldberg, but out the window we see uh, uh, Steve Buscema doing microchip and the punisher yeah it's great well it's really cool too because it's not just like out the window it's like the window kind of bleeds into it yeah, and then yeah, it goes yeah. into like the regular archie style for the rest of the inside of the diner too um which is pretty neat yeah uh micro wants to go in and buy like a milkshake and, and punisher's all like not right now the punisher does not drink milkshakes <laughs> um but inside there's archie and jughead and uh and, and Pop refusing to serve them because they're behind on their tabs. <laughs> There's also some... Some thuggish some, types. Yeah, thug mobby types. With um, their fedoras, so you know it's bad news. Who are smoking inside Pops. I believe Pops is a non-smoking environment. <laughs> um, no, this is 1994. You could still smoke inside restaurants. Yeah, you could, and it sucked. Because I couldn't go into a restaurant without wanting to die. <laughs> I think it wasn't until, like, 1998 that I went to a family wedding without, like, being sick on the floor. They're there. <laughs> Just, like, hiding under the table. Because there was better air down there. <laughs> well, under yes. the tablecloth. Smoke rises. Yeah. They, they've been eyeing uh, Archie. They go up to him and, like, okay, we're going to take you downtown. Federal matter. Hey, Pop, don't, don't tell anyone or we'll audit you. <laughs> uh, and Pop's just like, okay, yeah, sure, take the kid, whatever. <laughs> and Jughead's like, hey, can I get a lift home? Mm -hmm. Well, the thugs think Jughead's just like way too cool, like and calm and collected, and they don't trust him. So they make him go with them too, and they throw him in the car. It's always the quiet ones you got to watch out for. Yeah, uh, the the Punisher is like around the corner watching them. Mm -hmm. Over at the school, there's mm -hmm. the fifty sock hop. 
Betty and Reggie are arriving together. Yes. And they see Veronica getting out of the car with her date, who they automatically think is Archie. And Reggie makes a crack about his new buck teeth and and how the dentist screwed him. Uh, I haven't seen you look like that since 1947. (laughs) And Veronica's like, don't listen to the riffraff. Elizabeth Reginald. She got even fancier. Yeah, she got so fancy. Uh, so she introduces them to Mel J, her her escort. <laughs> Reggie makes another crack at him, and it- oh no, Mel J is the one who has all the crack. He does. He does. He makes a joke, <laughs> and uh, gets threatened. Reggie's very like, oh, well, that that's definitely not Archie, because at least when he's joking. Or, like, when he's being hostile, I know it's a joke. He doesn't mean it. (laughs) He's not going to really punch me in the face. He'd try, but then slip on a banana peel or something. A poor kid. Yeah. So then Betty's very uh, concerned about where Archie is. Uh, Meanwhile. In the back of the thuggish man's vans. uh, They realize they're being tailed. It's the Punisher! It's the Punisher! And so they duck and the Punisher misses, and they're like, that was a warning shot, because he doesn't miss. Yeah, there, there's this tense standoff, uh, a high-speed chase, and the Punisher runs the car off the road and stands over Archie as he opens his eyes from being knocked out in the crash. And then the Punisher realizes that is not Red Fever. <laughs> it is not. Back at the dance, Josie and the Pussycats are gearing up to perform. And they're odd. I'm trying to figure out who he reminds me of. <laughs> you know who? You know who it is? It's um, what's his name? Iggy Pop. The two bro- No, <laughs> that does make sense, but no. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Luke. Luke was in the Royal Tenenbaums. Well, no, they both were. <laughs> they both were. Luke's Luke's the nicer looking one. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like Owen Wilson doing Ben Stiller. Personation with like from he, Zoolander with the mouth. He looks like unattractive Owen Wilson. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but that's what it makes me think of. It's that. Mu- it's the mouth drawn. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the and the haircut. The fish mouth. Fish mouth and the haircut. That's, yeah. that's an Owen Wilson boy. So he he sees uh red fever. I know who that is, and and I got a call to make. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, red <laughs> fever is being a total creeper. <laughs> and it's all like, maybe you could show me the more in- intimate parts of town. Let me show you what, what a good time is. And I'm just like, dude, jailbait. It involves the more intimate parts of her dress, yes. Uh, that, that is the implication. Mr. Svensson makes an appearance mm-hmm. with uh, Weatherby, and he has to go unlock a door. <laughs> It's not much of an appearance, but he's there. He's there. He's there. I'm just wondering where Josie's hiring her roadies that that this uh, mob-tied Owen Wilson dude. 40-year-old dude. <laughs> Who gave him references? I'm, I don't know. I, I should be glad he's uh, getting on the straight and narrow. He's, real, he's rehabilitated. I'm, I'm very happy for yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, Red Fever keeps going at Veronica. Mm-hmm. He's going hard. It's just crazy and saying about how he's gonna take over this town and she should be like with him from the start is he aware that she was born in like the 50s is that why it's okay (laughs) in a a publishing sense maybe uh meanwhile betty is uh calling uh the andrews household asking after archie to find out like where is he like oh he left for the dance oh 
okay. Then uh, Owen Wilson takes over the phone. Uh, <laughs> I, I like this little side gag where uh, Reggie's pointing out the the cheap concession prices yeah. that, that are in theme for the 1950s to Chuck. Yes. And I wonder if this is him trying to get Chuck to be like, hey, don't worry about the segregation that, that we're also doing here at the 50s Sock Hop. Everything's accurate. <laughs> You can get a burger for 25 cents as long as you eat it outside. So Betty's very worried about Archie. She's like, where is he? Maybe he met somebody new. I love that that's Betty's first worry. Uh, and Josie is introducing a surprise guest to to the the dance. But then we are back at Archie and the Punisher. And there's like the stare down of them looking at each other. With, with a gun in Archie's nose. <laughs> and both having the shared thought, what have I done to deserve this? And so, yes, the Punisher has realized it is not him. It kind of releases Archie. And then there's a noise and the Punisher turns away and Archie runs away. As and the Punisher the pun- shoots at the noise with a blare of gunfire. Uh, and then we come across a Jughead in a, a, drainage tunnel. a drainage tunnel. And apparently he threw the rock. Ah. They made the noise, and they, they run down the tunnel trying to get away. While the Punisher engages in a high-speed chase to get these thuggish fedora men. Yes. Jughead and Archie are still running through that tunnel, and Jughead's like, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And he's like, I know you're being optimistic, Jug, but like, no, no, there really is light. At- We're almost to the end. <laughs> Archie, open your eyeballs. It's getting brighter. Yay! We're almost out of the tunnel. And they make it to the police station, and they deliver their completely unbelievable tale. And uh, the the desk sergeant is thinking of all the other times that Archie has cried wolf. Such as uh, thinking his dad was breaking into the house, uh, thinking there were real Martians when they were actually filming a movie, which I think is a real comic. I think that's from a real I'm one. sure all of these are. Uh, uh, thinking that a dude was a spy, but really he was an undercover cop and he just blew his cover. So the cops are like, get out or I'm going to call your parents. I'm like, no, no, I need protection. So he, he gets another cop. Uh, he gets a come. police escort just to take him to the dance so he won't be at the station anymore. Yep. The the thugs are all having a a big party in this one panel. They're outside the car and another one. Well, they do say get in. They're all like crammed. There's there's, there's six, six people in one car hotboxing cigarettes <laughs> like no tomorrow. <laughs> and and meanwhile, the Punisher and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman are uh, sitting in their van doing like surveillance listening. Mm hmm stuff to the thugs uh but then like some cops come and they're like hey i need to see your registration you're just like parked in this person's driveway (laughs) um you can't do that so the punisher knocks out all three cops because you can't get in his way yep and the person who called the cops is very much regretting their decision to do so (laughs) um and they drive away then we, we go to the dance. Archie and Jughead have just arrived, been dropped off by the cops, as we said. Archie's a little jumpy. A little jumpy. Reggie taps him on the shoulder and he leaps into Jughead's arms in fear. <laughs> Betty comes and finds them, too. Uh, Archie's just like, I, I have to warn you both. I'm dangerous to be around. And they all think he's doing like a, a James Dean impression. Yeah, yeah. And they make a joke about his uh, traditional Archie costume and how it does not fit his James Dean persona. <laughs> and and Betty tells Archie about how Veronica 
brought another date to the dance. And they figure out, that's who everybody must be after. I've got a look-alike. That's who the, the Punisher is trying to kill. And they, they rush off to warn Veronica. Meanwhile, the Punisher is breaking into the school, not using the main door, of course. Walking through these abandoned hallways and having a touching moment as he surveys the graffiti. Yes. Of, of a heart with Betty and Archie's uh, initials in it on her locker. Yes. A locker labeled Cooper? Like, is that, that wasn't a thing in my school. We, we just had numbers and we liked it. Yeah, why would you want to, like... Has that locker been in the Cooper family for generations? It gets passed down. It used to be Polly's, but then, oh well. <laughs> in the dance, the Pussycats introduce their special guest, which is Mr. Dino Minnelli. And this panel is full of cameos for other characters, including Dino Minnelli. He's a, a Marvel character uh, who is a member of the Howling Commandos. Uh, known for, for his charms and his singing voice, aside from his combat <laughs> skills. But we also see a, a collection of teen romance and comedy characters from both companies. Mm -hmm. We have uh, Katie Keene, the, the pinup queen from mm -hmm. Archie. Sabrina. Uh, and Sabrina. We have Millie the Model, uh, an old, old uh, Marvel character. Patsy Walker, who was reinvented in the 70s as a superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, from her 50s run as one of the original romance comics characters, uh, and her friend Hetty Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on here. And uh, some overheard dialogue from Sabrina, implying that she has met Stephen Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Um, and so Veronica is getting really, really fed up with red fever and... and oh, he's got the fever all right. That he's getting too familiar with her. Mm -hmm. uh, and Weatherby there uh, comes up and he's like, you're getting too cozy there, Andrews. Uh, and then Red Fever yells, blow gas bag. <laughs> and Weatherby doesn't realize it's not Archie. And as Red Fever like drags Veronica out, she's trying to be like, it's not what you think, Mr. Weatherby. I'm being assaulted by a stranger. It's not what you think. So uh, some of the thugs have disguised themselves as... Uh, the catering staff. The catering staff. The Punisher has also, like, entered in... In a sweat in a sweatsuit. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess it's a sweatsuit. It kind of also looks like scuba gear. <laughs> but he's entered and... Uh, Professor Flutesnoot assumes he is the new gym teacher yes. that Coach uh, Clayton was telling him about. Uh, and, and the Punisher's like, yep, just putting in my time, chaperoning. <laughs> uh, also gets introduced to Miss Grundy, uh, who is... She is head over heels. She's smitten. She wants to be punished. Mm. Yeah. Punish me, Punisher. <laughs> oh, Frankie boy. Okay, and moving on. <laughs> um, but then after he like He's leaves, single, it's fine. <laughs> so then he leaves. Coach Clay comes in and introduces the actual new gym teacher. Uh, uh, unimpressive uh, uh, specimen. Whose first thing he says is, I'd ask you to dance, but I might throw my back out. Just what you want in a gym teacher. And <laughs> Miss Grundy immediately demands he be fired. Yes, because what is she supposed to make googly eyes at? <laughs> So Red Fever is uh, being very abusive to Veronica. That's all he's done for That's half this done. book. 
the half we've uh, read. <laughs> and she threatens him that uh, touch her, touch me again, and I'll fix your teeth. And I'm just like, yeah, Veronica, punch him. But he pulls out a gun, covers her mouth, and drags her out. Archie, Jughead, and the gang have finally entered the dance after waiting in line to buy their tickets. <laughs> And they're like, they're good kids. They're like, Dilton, where, where, where's Veronica? Oh, she's with your doppelganger. They, they see her getting pulled out. And the uh, Punisher is there in the crowd. Betty's like, now that's rugged. <laughs> <laughs> and Reggie's like, oh, he doesn't look so tough. Just like in Riverdale, Miss Grundy and Betty have similar taste in men. Yeah. 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 Uh, Archie's like, go, go tell. Weatherby, what's happening? Someone call the cops. Reggie's gonna go check under the bleachers to see if there's any trouble. Yet again, the thugs and disguises caterers confuse Archie for Red. Yes. And uh, they pull a gun on him. But then the Punisher punches that dude in the face. Teeth go flying, because this is the early 90s. And there's lots of... Blam, blam, blam. Blam, blams. Uh, the the sweatsuit slash scuba gear is torn to shreds by bullets, and Professor Flute Snoot is in awe of his lightweight Kevlar protecting him. Yes. Uh, I knew there was something fishy about this guy. He's a hitman. And then, but then why do all the caterers have guns? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Miss Grundy is always on the Punisher's side. Red Fever is trying to drag Veronica out for ransom, but then... Microchip holds him up. But then Moose thinks that Microchip is going after Archie, so he punches him in the face, trying to be a good friend. But that lets Red get away with Veronica. So Archie is, of course, in the way of the Punisher, trying to get to, like, one of the last catering bad guys. Tries to, to move out of the way, ends up bonking the caterer as the coach Clayton, like, tackles the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> or tries, but gets tackled himself. So by the time Punisher gets to his feet, so has the thug, and he's holding Archie with a knife to his throat. Uh, but then he picks up a cake and throws it in the face of the dude, and he, like, his face explodes from the cake. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're in an Archie comic, the, the most powerful thing is slapstick. Yeah. The Punisher reaches out a hand to help Archie off the ground and says, I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> As we get a wide shot surveying the damage to this sock hop. And Archie says, you're looking for my double, aren't you? Correct. And more importantly, I'm here to see no harm comes to Riverdale. As they do a wide shot of literally bodies and like broken <laughs> stuff all across the gym floor. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, so then there's a town hall, of course. Yeah, as you do in Riverdale. We're, we're back at the police precinct and everyone's screaming and, and contributing their partial views and as wires are getting crossed uh the punisher isn't motivated by profit he's here to kill us we're gonna sue why is he here <laughs> da, da, da. and miss grundy of course is like well the caterers he shot were holding uzis the real caterers were tied up in the kitchen so like of course mm -hmm. you know punisher is doing good stuff like <laughs> it turns out that uh this whole time one thing we haven't mentioned is that the punisher is working on contract with the feds yes so he's trying to take Red in alive, and the local PD, Riverdale's finest, are have been uh, warned to keep out of his way. Yes. Which is why the those three cops checking out the, the parking violation went easy on him. Yeah. 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 Wink, wink. 
Who I think are the only characters to be drawn by both artists. Yeah. Because they, they show up again in this yeah. panel. Uh, and they look completely different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hiram rushes in and uh, is all like, I don't want anything to happen to the Punisher. I want to pay him to go after the man who kidnapped my daughter. Where were you two minutes ago when people were shouting about the Punisher doesn't work for money? Yeah. Come on. Hiram, you're late. Uh, so meanwhile, at Pops, Archie has brought the Punisher there as like <laughs> a hideout. Mm-hmm. And, and the narration in this scene is a selection from Archie's War Journal, because, entry 00001. Yes, because throughout this, we've had some some <laughs> of the Punisher's War Journal, yeah. which is very like, and Archie's like, well, I had a milkshake, <laughs> went down good. I wanted to buy Frank one. He told me to call him that, but like, he doesn't want one and that's good because I'm out of money. It's all a swell, good-hearted teen's idea of, of what a, a gritty vigilante sounds like. Yes. Uh, it's so good. Jughead's also there, and so's uh, Micro? Macro? Microchip. Micro. Microchip. Because he's little. Yes. Uh, little Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> uh, Betty rushes in. And is all like, hey, Archie, snap out of your daydream. We've been listening to this tape from the kidnapper. And and uh, it's Red Fever, who's like, I've, I've got Hiram's little princess. And he puts her Veronica on the tape. And she uh, says, oh, daddy, he rained on my parade. Listen to him. He's not full of hot air. He means it. He and then he cuts her off. And it's a ransom play. Yes. Yeah. And everyone but Archie gets, like, Veronica's hints. <laughs> She's being held in the warehouse where they were setting up for the 4th of July parade. And Which... where Archie was helping her blow up all the parade balloons. Yeah. With, well, they actually would use helium, not hot air, but whatever. Pop gets a call, though. Mm -hmm. And he's like, uh, Mr. Punisher, you've got a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the phone, and he finds out something that makes it a whole different ballgame. Mmm, mysterious. Meanwhile, at this, uh, the, the warehouse of Fourth of July parades, Red Fever's trying to it's find- It's right next to the one nightclub in this small, sleepy town, yes. <laughs> uh, Red Fever's trying to find Veronica, who somehow got away from him, and uh, he turns on the lights on her. And is scared by the massive balloon collection for the 4th of July parade, which includes Spider-Man, mm -hmm. Sonic. Is that supposed to be Captain America? That's the S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, an MLJ uh, character. He was the headlining character in Pep Comics ah. before Archie eventually took the title. And it looks like Hot Dog has Hot a balloon. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently Riverdale's 4th of July parades... The balloons are all of real people and creatures that you could meet. Yeah. Because if the Punisher is here, Spider-Man's real. I'm sure that uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. had an Archie crossover. Archie and Sonic have met. <laughs> uh, this came out in the period where Archie had the, the Sonic the Hedgehog comics license, of course. Yeah. Which they had until like three, four months ago. Yeah. And yeah, Hot Dog, his best friend's dog. <laughs> Hot Dog! <laughs> this is when... Uh... Red Fever realizes that Veronica gave hints that that she knew where they were and and, mm -hmm. and she told them uh and he he's very upset with her but then the Punisher comes in and is all like it's over and you let her go no not unless you got the money 
See, Red thinks he's got uh, safety. He knows that the feds want him alive so he can squeal. But that is when Frank Castle, the Punisher, reveals what was on that mysterious phone call he got at Pops. It turns out that ugly Owen Wilson (laughs) uh, knows a lot of names and knows where all the bodies are buried. Seeing that shootout scared him straight. So now Red's info ain't so valuable. He's on the menu. Uh, and he's all like, you're lying. And just then, Archie and Petty and Chughead rush in. <laughs> They're like, don't panic. Ronnie's our friend most of the time. What was Microchip's plan to keep them in? Just like child safety locks Sit. in the van? Sit. <laughs> Stay. 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 No. Stay. Uh, uh, mm. uh. Do you want the cookie? Stay. I'm sorry, Moki. I know I said cookie a lot. And stay. And sit. Go back to sleep, baby. (laughs) And then a shot rings out. But it goes stray. As uh, the Punisher dives into firing position and Archie dives into uh, a rolling cart. (laughs) Uh, And Veronica dives as well. Um, Kicking Red on the way down so that his shots go go wide. But they puncture poor hot hot dog. And it falls on the Punisher. Who's incapacitated. And Archie's rolling cart runs in the direction of Red Fever and hits him and knocks his wig off. And knocks out the lights. That's right. The shock of of red hair, his Archie-like haircut, was a wig the whole time. Why would you buy that wig? (laughs) Why, when you're on the run from both the police and the fucking Punisher... Would you not take off your wig? Yeah, if it was a wig, the whole like you could just been like, and I look different now. <laughs> Swap. Ta-da! Swap wigs. Our Archie's very dizzy. Red fever is all ready to like go after him. But uh, he steps in a loop of rope that he does not notice now that the the place is in the dark. And it is attached to one of the balloons that starts to rise. The shield, of course, the first superhero to be dressed in the stars and stripes. The shield's first appearance came out 15 months before Captain America's. Yeah. And slowly it rises through the uh, opening of this warehouse because I I don't know why there's like a giant hole in the roof, but there is. It, it, it seems to be attached to the same switch as the lights. <laughs> Ah, so then, as they watch him go, we get the war journal from the Punisher uh, that he let him slip away for the first time for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, he promised to, that he'd let him live. Uh, I can hear the choppers come in. Uh, what can he do if he escapes, though? Like, everyone knows everything now. Yeah. Also, he's going to to die of starvation as, as he flies across the well, countryside. And according to him, is can't breathe pigeons. I hate pigeons. So he's losing oxygen already, and pigeons are eating him. <laughs> that is what I'm getting out of this. Uh, but the final journal is not uh, Frank's. It's not microchips. It's not even Archie's. It's Betty. Betty's diary, uh, which places this these events in June, June seventh of nineteen ninety four. Yeah. I guess it's the end of school year 50 sock hop was happening. Mm -hmm. They're getting really on the ball for that 4th of July parade. They've got a whole month. (laughs) Yeah, those balloons are going to (laughs) deflate. Wait, why why does it put you in June? 6-7. June 7th. I think, well, all of them have had, I don't know if that's supposed to be a date, because all of them have had, like, entry numbers. 
So like he well, does a like a diary's entry number would be the date, wouldn't it? Typically, but maybe she counts hers as well, and it's like diary entry six hundred and seventeen. Six one seven. That's not a slash. Maybe it could be a slash. It could also be. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. A number. This is up for debate. So if anybody wants to get in a real heated uh, uh, flame war about the, the minutia of uh, Archie meets the Punisher or the Punisher meets Archie. It was published under both names. Yeah. Archie meets the Publisher came out. Publisher? Uh, he met the Ar- Publisher? He did in that one we did for Digest the Digest. Yeah, he did meet the Publisher in that. But no, Archie Meets the Punisher was published by Archie Comics with the this cover that we have, while the uh, the Punisher Meets Archie was the one printed and sold by Archie Comics. It's everything but the cover is exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so her uh, diary entry goes on to say, we all celebrated with an early morning breakfast at Pop's. That's the funny thing. I got the fr- the feeling Frank didn't really want to leave. My dad says Frank's a, a psychopath. Okay, maybe he is a tad hostile. <laughs> but if the Punisher's the bad guy people say he is, he'd never have put up with Archie all night. Uh, and Archie tries uh, to be like, hey, call me whenever there's trouble. Uh, I can help. Or I can call you whenever there's trouble. Oh, yes, yes. He, he, he wants... He wants, like, a, a signal watch so he can call him. Yeah, he, he wants to be the Punisher's Jimmy Olsen. And he's just like, He's no. got the hair for it. Uh, he's like, it's been real, Arch, but now I've got a very special lady to thank. Miss Grundy! And he says, you've saved, your warning saved my life last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Grundy is the reason the Punisher is still there. <laughs> and then she gives him something to remember Riverdale by. A sweater. A Riverdale sweater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Punisher gives her a kiss. Aww. On the forehead. On it's the very forehead. chaste. This comic does have the, the comics code seal of approval. Yeah. yeah there, there's a lot of shooting, but not a lot of blood. No blood. Jughead also gives uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman a bag of burgers for the road trip, and this is when they fall in love with each other. Uh... And so, so the Punisher is now wearing the Riverdale sweater over his Punisher outfit, which is really great. Mm-hmm. And they drive off to their next stop, Gotham City. Bum, bum, bum. And Miss Grundy's very sad and, you know, sighs and just knowing that she'll never see him again. Her long lost love. <laughs> and so we are left with a, a two panel stinger where a printout from Cerebro tells Wolverine that the most dangerous mutant alive is Jughead Jones. Who is a king. Yes. He's wearing a very different kind of crown, like yes. a Henry VIII looking number. Yes. The end? The end? You tell us. I need that book to be real. Come on, let's make it. It's only been 23 years, 24 years. You are holding in your hand something older than most of the cast of Riverdale. Yeah, think, like Cole Sprouse was alive and that's it. Think about that. <laughs> so anyway, that's Archie meets Punisher. Yeah. Uh, I bought this uh, after we started doing the show because I knew we, we would cover it eventually. Yes. I was so impressed with this. I thought it would just be the joke of the the premise and while it kind of is they had so much respect for that joke yeah they they did it the best way possible uh the the depth of respect for 
both characters and and their aesthetics and their their universes and really linking them with all of these background gags and cameos. Yeah, well, and there's really I mean we've talked about, it, but there's really great art crossover um, within panels where you know it's sometimes separate, but then like the worlds start to collide. I mean, yeah, and I, it's it's Bushema had been around the block a fair number of times, but he still had it uh, in in 1994. Uh, he died about 10 years later i think unfortunately but yeah this is great work and mm-hmm. stan goldberg's art while not as flashy or or openly atmospheric still has that that great sense of action uh physical comedy mm-hmm. all the things you would want from a great archie story yeah and and just the way they blend them uh in some really clever uh, uh, collage layouts and layerings uh, is really impressive. I also love the back cover. The, the back cover is brilliant. Because it's like regular Archie face, just smiling, mm-hmm. taking off about like half of the image. And behind him is like the Punisher's The, the Punisher's skull, but with Archie's face on yeah. it. And his little hair crosshatch. And I love it. Um... And I especially love it because I like to imagine that it's, like, actually the Punisher, but the Punisher's just that much bigger than Archie. (laughs) (laughs) And he's, like, actually his chest. Archie only comes up to, like, his nipples. He's a big, hefty man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, darling, what what were some of your favorite parts about Archie meets the Punisher? Uh, Miss Grundy totally being in love with him. Oh, yeah. That's the best. I absolutely love it. It's, when I was reading it, it's, like, one of the things that I vocalized about. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Um... I really enjoyed um, the combination of the stuff. Like, I'm not, I don't have like any Punisher experience, mm-hmm. like at all. <laughs> and like, this makes me want to. <laughs> like, I am interested in who the yeah, Punisher yeah. is because of this. There are a few movies, and depending on who you ask, they might be good or not. <laughs> there are some very divisive Punisher movies. Yeah. Um, and his Netflix series came out this past year. Yeah. There are two characters from uh, Marvel's Netflix offerings in this book. Patsy Walker from that cameo, she's in. Yeah. She's Jessica Jones's friend in that one. Well, I mean, three soon, Sabrina. That's right. <laughs> Sabrina's coming soon to Netflix. Guess we- they could make this crossover happen again. There is now an actual line. Oh, 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 I want this so bad. I don't know if Riverdale gets any Netflix money, but they do have that distribution deal. I don't know what the details are or what could happen. But, like, pie in the sky, maybe. Please, I want it so bad. I want it so bad. (laughs) I think maybe my favorite element is those three cops. The the three characters that you can see transform. Yeah. We've mentioned all the, like, little hidden things, but I love how... Many things are like hidden within the comic mm-hmm. that are references to other things, like the stuff with what he's wearing, other characters within stuff. It's just it's so incredibly like detailed, mm-hmm. and they didn't have to. Like the the lengths they went to to make sure that every character, uh, all, all the like B list Archie characters got a line. You know, yeah. Dilton helped. Yeah, Moose had a, a featured scene. Uh, I, well, I also... And there's like stuff at the dance where they don't necessarily talk, but you can see mm-hmm. specific characters drawn into the crowd scenes. Ethel's there, Midge is there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Also, the, the, the big 
uh, crime boss is taken down by the Archie teens. Yeah, yeah. The Punisher does nothing. He gets covered by a deflated balloon, and, and the kids take him out. Well, I don't think we mentioned it, but, like, he even says, like, I don't know what's more dangerous, the Punisher or these teenagers, <laughs> right before he gets, like, trapped and pulled up by the balloon. Slapstick is surprisingly violent sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a fine line. Mm-hmm. And just the, the way that this story brings out the internal struggle of Frank Castle, seeing this idyllic life yeah. that he feels like he could have had if his wife and child were not murdered by the mob. Yeah. And so he has to, like, it's the world he's trying to make. Yes, exactly. With his twisted brand of violence <laughs> that has no way of actually completing that goal. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's for the sequel. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the next story. The sequel that we all want, so, like, someone make it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the sequel we all want is Wolverine hunting down Jughead and Jughead saying, I'm the best at what I do and what I do is eating burgers. Yeah. That's what we want. Oh, it'd be so good. So, darling, do you think this uh, famous crossover issue, because I mean, this is fair to say inspired Archie versus Predator. Mm-hmm. Archie meets Kiss. Uh, Archie meets Sharknado, Glee, the Ramones, <laughs> yeah. all of them. Yeah. Do you think this also inspired Riverdale? Uh, I mean, we've got uh, Archie himself being inspired by a violent vigilante yeah, yeah. and and trying to to clean, protect his town. Yes, that's true. Uh, I made a joke earlier about how Betty and Grundy are both hot for the same boy. <laughs> well, and they actually um, so in the one of the intro letters. The story plot that the guy the, the had, original the original idea. one, was Archie arrives at good old Riverdale High. Security people are installing metal detectors. Kids ha- are coming to school with weapons. When he arrives home, he notices the door has been left open. The house has been ransacked. There's blood everywhere. His parents have been massacred. The police aren't doing much. After all, this happens all the time. Archie enlists the aid of the Punisher. Time to get even. This is what inspired Riverdale. Like- this paragraph (laughs) archie but dark could go in a thousand different directions and there are some surprisingly specific parallels yeah all right (laughs) i think i think that's it that right there because i like read that and i was like did you create riverdale no you did it what yeah 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 i mean the the placement of town Mm -hmm. yeah that definitely there there is a lot of like things in it that you can definitely see that they could have taken inspiration from. Mm-hmm. And any one of these or all of them could be surprising coincidence. I'm, I'm not saying we need to credit uh, the, the writers of this issue for the, the success of the CW's hot new show that swept the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah. But <laughs> there are surprising parallels. Yes, there are. No, it's very true. It just goes to show that when people look at Riverdale and say, I can't recognize my Archie in that show. Like, you aren't reading enough Archie. Do you? I'm certain <laughs> you would recognize it in Archie Meets the Punisher, and it's just a, a slight shift from one to the other. Yeah. It, it's, it's a little bit of different aesthetic and a little bit of different tone and not actually having the Punisher in it. But other than that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like a big thing, too, with that is that people who are really like into the fact like it's not the same i don't feel like they're the people who have been continuing to read stuff that has been made 
mm-hmm. within the past decade. It's not the stuff Dan DiCarlo was making in the 60s, but then neither is the stuff Dan DiCarlo was making in the 70s. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, it's forever changing. And I don't think you can, like, necessarily take the ones from, like, the idea of what it is from the 60s and say, like, oh, this is it. Right, this right. Is, it's not... It. There's been there's been a lot of decades between then and now. <laughs> so that's our fourth Memory Lane episode. Uh, next time we come back to this, it'll be another uh, uh, audiovisual presentation. Yeah. Uh, I think we know which one it's going to be, so look forward to that. Maybe next week. Maybe not. Maybe next break. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody. To everybody. But... One thing we know, the next place you can see uh, some of that hot sex archie content mm-hmm. is Thursday the 4th. That is this week. That is very, very soon. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be at twitch.tv slash one shot RPG playing the Archie board game Running Round Riverdale uh, with some of the one shot crew. We're very excited. Yeah. And uh, check us out on Twitter for the details. Uh, again, our Twitter is sex underscore Archie. And you should also check out other one-shot uh, stuff at uh, oneshotpodcast.com. It's one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they do fantastic things. Uh, and we're real excited to be playing a board game with them. Yeah. Something else you can do, give us a, a rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you find us. Uh, it's a new year. We're about to get the first episode of Riverdale to air in the year 2018. Woo! Uh, the first to air in anything but 2017, yeah. uh, in fact. Yeah. It's so strange to think we're halfway through the second season, but everything's been contained in one calendar year until now. <laughs> yeah, that's a little strange. Uh, <laughs> Years are long, it turns out. Uh, Kind of. You can put a lot of stuff in one. Yeah. And you can also tell a friend. Uh, Word of mouth really helps uh, get new people to us that might enjoy us, might enjoy Riverdale, might enjoy Archie. Or the Punisher, in this case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell random people that you come across (laughs) i was just telling someone on twitter today like they were like oh i saw someone with an archie or like a jughead hat and i was like you You should go up to that stranger and tell them about sex archie (laughs) they're like you know i might do that so hello to that stranger i hope you enjoyed us recapping (laughs) archie meets the punisher so yeah thanks for uh, all the support we had happy new year everybody happy new year uh glad to have you going into this brand new adventure we call the year 2018 yeah uh the show comes back wednesday the 17th yep and that means our regular recaps will show up around midnight ish that night (laughs) you'll you'll probably listen to it thursday the 18th at the earliest Unless you're incredibly dedicated. If you're, you're a West Coaster with a late bedtime, maybe. <laughs> so, with that. I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie. Who knows what kind of sewer Riverdale may turn out to be. Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down. Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. Break it down, come on! And you got me, and you got me, and you got me! Break it down, won't you please?